Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we learn what it's like to be an umpire. Baseball Manitoba having a big clinic. We'll talk to umpire Ashton Liskey about that. Also, Isaac Johnson of the Winnipeg Ice on how to bounce back from a bad loss to Edmonton, as well as what he did for his 21st birthday. That's coming up on the podcast. I am joined in studio by Ashton Liskey. He is the VP of Umpires for Baseball Manitoba. How are you doing tonight? Thanks for coming in. Doing real well. Thank you. How long have you been umpiring? I've been umpiring for 21 years. And why did you get involved? Um, we got challenged by a fellow umpire, actually, when I was catching. Uh, I was a back catcher, and I didn't like some of his calls, so he challenged me to umpire, so I did. And? Was it harder than you thought? It was hard at the beginning, very much. Um, it was it was definitely eye-opening to know all the rules and all the intricacies to the game. Right. But it's definitely well worth it. Did Being a catcher, did that give you maybe a better perspective getting started? Yeah, definitely did. Um, being a catcher, watching the ball come in, you know, keeping your eye on the ball was very easy to, you know, be able to uh, relay into being an umpire and being a home plate umpire. So it definitely made it a lot easier. And your experience, have, you know, talking to people that maybe played first base or something, but coming in, people find it easier that being a catcher first? Yeah, for sure. The catcher, the catcher position definitely makes it easier. Uh, but all ball players know rules and know the basic rules. So, you know, the first couple of years of their clinics, they, uh, they're already kind of ahead of the game, so it's kind of kind of easy for those kids. Yeah, I'm having you in because you've got a, a big clinic happening this weekend. Yeah, we have our uh, national clinic for Baseball Manitoba, our Level 4 program. Um, these are umpires that will be traveling to national tournaments across the country, um, and including in Stonewall here. We're hosting the Women's National this year um, in August. Um, but yeah, so they come in for a three-day weekend. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, all Level 4 umpires who've been umpiring numerous years. And they just get more training on their basic skills. So level four means what? Uh, level four is just in the, Baseball Canada. It's a Baseball Canada rank. Um, it means you are eligible to do national tournaments. That's okay. the only thing it is. So you've umped all over the country, I imagine, then? Yeah, last year I was in uh, Miramichi, New Brunswick, uh, doing men's senior. Um, it was a lot of fun. Beautiful country out in New Brunswick. Um, had a lot of fun working with umpires from all over the country. Where else have you been? Uh, I've been or is that the, list too long? I've been to the wonderful city of Regina twice, and and uh, Saskatoon. I've been to Abbotsford this past week, uh, earlier this month for another clinic. Um, but yeah, I've been pretty much everywhere in the country. So, is it cool to be able to do that? Um, it's great. It's great. It's nothing like going to the airport with your uh, with your umpire gear and you're traveling somewhere and you land in a different city and you get treated like royalty for that that week. So. And you're traveling in better parts of the year too. You're not traveling in wintertime. Yeah, we're dra- we're traveling in August, so it's really nice. So you see a lot of different colors for sure. Are there enough umpires? Um, last year we had 600 umpires in the province of Manitoba. We were slightly down. Um, I think there is enough. Um, there's always room for more. Right. We're not like at bare net, bare minimum right now. So it's been. I'd like to see an increase this year. But definitely, we have the plen- you have plenty of umpires. What's the toughest part of umpiring? Uh, toughest part of umpiring are the parents. Yeah. <laughs> parents and coaches. I figured. Um, this year, we are introducing Baseball Manitoba no confrontation policy okay. for our younger umpires at 13U and 11U, um, where the coaches and the parents 
will hopefully not be yelling at the umpires who are off the whole young kids. So um, that's how do you police that though? If you know you've got a 13 year old kid out there who's trying his best, he's out there kind of on an island, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, or she. Yeah, or she. Um, we're we are hoping that the other team will kind of help police um, the other team, like the opposition, um, and hopefully parents will step up and realize that you know having a 35 year old adult yelling at a 13 year old umpire is just not right because I wouldn't I would never go yell at you know a 13 year old kid who's working you know raking the lawn or whatever that he's not raking the lawn properly so. Um, Fair. And just and just hoping, you know, I'm hoping that cooler heads will prevail this summer and we could move on in a better direction. Do you find it's improving? Um, this was just brought to my attention this past year that there was a problem at this, uh, at the 13U level. So I hope it so will be improving. Not. So, yeah. If, if something was, had to be created yeah. this recently, yeah. that means something's wrong. Yeah. And other provinces have the same kind of, uh, the policy. It's just not baseball Canada wide. So... The provinces are up for their own. So what does your policy totally entail then? And this is just at the U13 level? This is at the 13U and 11U level. Uh, level. Um, it's going to be, the coaches will be able to ask questions about rules. Um, if the umpire doesn't know, then that's that's it. Like, he can't go on, he can't keep yelling, he can't keep, um, you know, making a scene, so to speak. So, so the expectation you can't expect a thirteen-year-old to know every single rule in the book is basically exactly. They're there to learn just as much as the players are to have fun. Um, Everybody's there to have fun, so let's just keep it having fun. So, at those younger levels, are there are they mostly teenagers umpiring? Yeah, yeah. The majority of our umpires for eleven U, thirteen U, are players who play fifteen U, eighteen U, and even thirteen U for the eleven U games. So, okay. Talking with Ashton Liskey, the VP of Umpires for Baseball Manitoba. I'm sure you and your 21 years of umpiring have been on the receiving end of some jeers from coaches and parents. Oh, for sure. I've uh, I've gone through my uh, I've gone through my uh, my battles for sure. <clears throat> Sorry, um, but yeah, it's something that we're you know as we get older, we could determine and decide which is acceptable and unacceptable behavior and also be able to handle the game management a lot easier. So um, that just comes with experience. And unfortunately, the young kids, they don't have the experience. So I assume that you have to develop tough skin, though, too? Oh, very much so. And and you turn off the ears a little bit once in a while. Okay. Were you ever, maybe earlier in your career at the point where you did snap? Did you ever have an experience where now you look back and think, oh, I didn't handle that well? Um, there's, there's been a couple for sure. Um, there's been a couple incidents where I wish I would have handled it differently. Even, you know, just a couple of years ago, there's a couple of incidents I wish I would have handled differently. Um, it just all depends on what kind of day you're having also. Cause a lot of the guys have an eight to five job or, a, you know, a day job and they're out coming out right after work and they're going to umpire and they're bringing that work with them. And sometimes that does trickle onto the field just as balls, ball players and as coaches as well. So, um, it's got cooler heads got to prevail eventually. So what advice do you have for people that are just getting started and, you know, maybe are more apt to bring with them what there happened before they got to the diamond? Yeah, I I really like to uh, stress to the, the guys and girls that umpire to treat every game like it's game seven of the World Series. Um, it's the it's their kids or it's the kids that are playing or players that are playing. It's their best game. It's what they look forward to every week, every, you know. It's real important to them. It's real important. It's their night out. It's like any other hockey game or basketball game or football game. 
it's all the same. It's it's their game. So you got to show it the same respect. So. Now you've mentioned girls. How many, what's the percentage of, you said 600 umps in yeah. Manitoba. How many girls are there? How many we, women are there? We had 27 female umpires last year uh, registered with Baseball Manitoba. Um this year we're looking to grow that by uh, we're hosting a free female umpire clinic and information session this Saturday at Sport Manitoba, one forty-five Pacific Avenue, uh, from eight thirty to noon. Um, we've brought in a clinician from BC who's a national umpire and she's done international baseball, um, so she's coming in to facilitate that and also help with our national or national clinic also for the level fours who where we do have a female attending also too. Because I think when we think of women playing baseball, it's usually softball, yeah. right? Yeah. And there is a difference between the two sports, but are there there are girl, women, female baseball leagues? Yeah. Uh, well, we don't have a female baseball league here in Manitoba, but there are female nationals. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a 14U national and a 21U national, and I believe there's a 16U national also. And along with the Women's Open Invitational that Stonewall Manitoba is hosting in August. So. Okay. I just want to get your thoughts on uh, a couple things before I let you go. Is sign stealing a, a thing at this level? Um, I bet. I, I bet. I bet it is. Um, as an umpire, as a plate umpire, you really don't see it that often. Um, as a base umpire, you might see it a little more from a base coach. Um, like maybe subtle words, like saying the kid's first name if it's a fastball, if they could see that what the catcher's putting down for a sign, or the last name, or. Some kind of code word. Um, it's not totally prevalent that I'm that aware of, but it's not the Houston Astros. No, there's no craziness. cameras out there. No, there's no people definitely not trash cans. But from a home plate umpire point of view, that's not something that really matters to you, right? Uh, no, not really. Um, it's kind of up to the teams to figure it out. Exactly. If like if there was a runner on second base relaying signals back to the pitcher or back to the batter from the catcher, then. You know, and if you see it, you might you expect that maybe a pitch might be coming to the guy's ribs, but I haven't seen that in 21 years, so I don't think it's there. <laughs> no, okay, because again, that's kind of something the teams. If if someone's stealing your signs, it's it's up to you to change the signs. And exactly, that's the whole point. Signs at this level are probably not as sophisticated no. as they'd be in the in the majors for sure. If someone is thinking about umpiring and maybe is hesitant, what would you tell them to say? Give it a shot. Um, I started, um, I gave it a shot. I enjoyed it a lot. I just say jump in, jump right in. Um, we have numerous clinics throughout the province and throughout the city of Winnipeg. Um, they run predominantly in April. So when you, if you go to baseballmanitoba.ca, you'll see a list of clinics. Um, they are six to seven hours long. It's real quick. It's real Gets you in, gets you a lot of reps on field or behind home plate. Um, very hands-on. It's a lot of fun. And usually go with a friend, and then th- this way your area has now two umpires. And I'm assuming that most, if not everybody, that comes into umpiring has a, a past of playing baseball? Uh, for the most part, they have some kind of baseball knowledge. Um, we're really encouraging our our 15U and our 18U players this year in, in baseball Manitoba to to try umpiring, you know, and tell us that'll just help their game also. So it gets them to know the rules and it might just calm everybody down a little bit. Yeah, did you find it after you started umpiring? I assume you kept playing still. Yeah. Did it change your outlook as a batter, as a fielder? It made me very calm. Um, 
Although when the umpires would get a call wrong that I know they got wrong, it did not make me calm. But okay. Um, but yeah, it definitely did change my my knowledge of the strike zone. Um, changed my knowledge of you know plays at first base and plays at second base. And did you get better? I definitely got I got better. I only could get better actually. Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's it was it was definitely beneficial for sure. So if people want more information on your clinics this weekend, uh, clinics this weekend, just go to baseballmanitoba.ca. Um, you'll find the link to the female clinic. Uh, you register anytime up until Saturday morning. Um, and then for any other level one or level two clinic, just go to baseballmentoba.ca, go through the umpires tab in clinics, and you will find all the information you need. All right. Well, thanks for coming in, Ashton. Appreciate it. No, no problem. Thank you. It is time to open up the freezer for our weekly chat with a member of the Winnipeg Ice who last night had a rough go against Edmonton. The Oil Kings came in and dusted the ice 5 nothing. Those two will meet again on Tuesday in Alberta. We're joined tonight by the team's leading scorer, Isaac Johnson. Isaac, what can you learn from a loss like that against one of the best teams in the country? Uh, I think we got to take the positive things that we did and uh, bring it to the next game. Obviously, we play Edmonton again as our next game. So uh, we just got to take those positive things, like I said, and and bring that into the next game. And uh, there's maybe a couple minutes uh, in each period that we, we dominated. And I think if we play like that, uh, 20 minutes of each period, I, I think we can uh, we can beat them. Is it better or worse that you have six days in between games to kind of sit on this loss? Um, I think it's I think it's good. I mean, we have some time to recover, watch video, um, have some good practices, um, and then be ready for our game. So I think it's I think it's good. So you're on the road again. Do you like the schedule right now? Because you come home for this one game, you have some time off, and then you're back on the road for a few. Yeah, it's tough. Um, obviously, bus there. There's some bonding times with your teammates, but they're also really long and they could be tiring. So, um, I think the schedule is pretty tough right now. But uh, we just got to buy in and, and just keep on playing and, and, and toughen it out. I guess it's one of the byproducts of having your entire January essentially at home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a that was a good month. We uh, played pretty well and. It's always nice going home after a game and uh, having some home-cooked meals for a whole month straight. You don't get that very often, but when you do, you got to take advantage of it. Now you turn 21 in January, uh, January 24th. Anything special to celebrate since you were here pretty much the whole time? Uh, yeah, my family my family came, came up, and uh, we spent quite a bit of time together. We actually had a game, I think, a little bit before my birthday, and it's cool. My family got to watch and uh, yeah, just spend time with my family and my my billets and just hang out. And you're from Andover, Minnesota. How long a drive is that for your family to come up? It's uh, it's around six hours, so not not that bad. Okay. Um, you're leading the team in scoring right now. Is that a goal you had coming into the season? Yeah, I think. Uh, as one of the older guys, I wanted to set the bar pretty high. Um, and, I mean, points aren't everything, but getting them, it, it, it helps. Being the leader or the, the top the team doesn't really mean too much for me. I mean, coming into the season, I had a little break last year, so I was a little questionable on, you know, if, if I'm going to put up the numbers I were putting up before, 
And uh, I think after a first couple practices and some exhibition games, I got my legs under me and uh, I, I'm doing well now. So I uh, just got to keep on going. Well, you've set career highs and goals, assists, and points, and there's still some time left here in the regular season. You mentioned the time off, and we've talked about this a few months ago, about your you stepped away from Tri-City during the 18-19 season. Now you're back with Winnipeg. What have you found this season that has helped you kind of recapture your spirit for the game? Um, I think, well, actually in the summer, I think I, it just showed like how much I missed hockey. You know, I've been playing since I was really little, and in that time off, it helped me, but it also uh, it pushed me to be, be a better player and, and get back and play. And uh, it, it helps a lot that the guys that I have in the dressing room in Winnipeg, it's just they were welcoming and uh, they don't even bring that up. And it's it's like I didn't even stop. So I just got to keep on going and uh, I think we're going in the right direction. How do you think the team has uh, been able to overcome and how much of this was on your shoulders to overcome the injury to Connor McLennan? Yeah, obviously he's a huge part of our team. Um, as the points he's been putting up as a young player, um, he's obviously missed. But I mean, we're getting we're getting through it without him, and he's going to be back in playoffs. So it's it's just going to add a another another uh, good guy on our team that that is going to help put up points and, and get some wins. So you mentioned the playoffs. Was that something that was really even talked about going into the season as an expectation for this young group? Uh, I I think it is. I think. Every 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 season you wanna you wanna go to playoffs. It's you play regular season to get to playoffs. So maybe some people out there doubted us just because we were new, but we got some we got some good pickups and, and some good trades. So I mean, with, with the group of guys now, I, I think we would make playoffs. That's what I would say before uh, before the season if I knew what the roster is now. How much have those acquisitions like you know Liam Hughes going way back to the start of the season, but then also. Dawson Barteau, Jackson Leopard. What have they meant to this team? Yeah, they're huge parts. Obviously, uh, Barteau's signed, and and he's a he's a good player, and he plays big minutes. So uh, that that means a lot to our team that he can he can do that in, in the role he has. Um, Leopard is my line mate, so he's been he's been putting in some uh, good numbers, and he has a role, and he he does a really good job at it, and. Uh, Obviously, Hughes has won us several games, so um, those, all those guys together just it, it brings a team up for sure. And uh, recently, your head coach James Patrick was given a multi-year contract extension. What what's it like playing for James? It's it's awesome. I mean, uh, he's he's a really good coach. He he knows his game. He's been around. He's been in the NHL. He's he's been basically everywhere. So. Uh, for him to be our coach and to teach us the ways and lead us, it's 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 an honor. And finally, just to be in this playoff hunt right now, battling for first place with uh, Prince Albert, and a, maybe end up playing Brandon in the the first round of the playoffs. Who knows? But what are the last month of games here going to be like? Yeah, it's uh, our coach tells us this every day is that every game is going to be like a playoff game, and and I agree one hundred percent. Um, they're tough. They're physical. They're uh, they're really really fun games to play in. Um, in Tri City, I played some playoff games, and it's these last couple games here. I think we got 16 left. I think they're going to be every single one of them is going to be a playoff game. It's just 
hard work and, and maybe not so much fancy play, but and they're big points too. So um, we got to get those points, and, and hopefully we can move up in the standings. Well, congratulations on the success you've had so far this season, Isaac. Appreciate appreciate you joining me tonight, and good luck as you head towards the playoffs here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mell, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I think you're out of luck, but Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that could happen?